Hello everyone and welcome, welcome back, welcome to episode 3 of the Agenda Podcast. This episode is a very touching one, I might say, is one that hit close to home, is one that I really wanted to get out there sooner than later because I feel like it's important, it's very important that I speak on this subject. So, welcome to episode three. So, I guess y'all kind of like looked at the title and like, what is that about? The title is No Means No Bitch. And I know that can mean a range of different things. So, let me just get to it. So, you know, when it comes to sexual assault to women, it always been a high. Like, we all know that sex, sex, sex sales, but it shouldn't be something that's taken from nobody. It shouldn't be forced from a woman. Men too, men experience sexual assault as well, not just women. So just a few statistics for you guys, like according to the National Sexual Violence Resource Center, one in every five women has been the victim of rape in the United States. One in five, it's like billions of people, women in the world. And you mean to tell me that out of every five women, one woman is sexually assaulted or raped? I mean, that's that's crazy. That's heartbreaking. That's sad. And then out of that one in five women, one in every 10 women, 10 men, I'm sorry, that's their they know the person. It's their intimate partner, somebody that they once trust, somebody that they love, somebody that they know. And then out of every 10 women, they know who their abuser is. Like it's not a random unknown person. It's somebody that they let get close to them in some type of way. And that's heartbreaking that I would I would kind of feel, not feel better, but I can kind of feel, I guess I would say better if like it was some random person that took advantage of you or took something from you or assaulted you, but it's somebody that you know, somebody that you trust, somebody that you love and they, they the ones that do the most hurting out here when it comes to women. And, you know, just doing a little bit more statistics out of the rapes and the sexual assault, 91% is women and 9% is men. And, you know, the heartbreaking part when I was reading over these statistics is that the most women that are raped are between 16 and 19 years old, are five times more likely to get raped than any other age bracket. 16 to 19 years old. I mean, come on. I guess in 16, that's when you really coming into your body. Your body is changing. You getting your curves and everything is coming in. And for somebody 16 to 19 years old have to experience this, it's really, really, really so heartbreaking. And then I went on further and I did some more research. And between the ages of 18 to 24, are four times more likely to get raped than any other age bracket out there. This 
is heartbreaking. It's it touched home for me. It's something that's really deep when it comes to me because it's just like it's so many women out here that are willing to willing to have sex with you consensual. Like what is it that you have to take something from somebody? It's not like people are not out out here having sex. People are having sex. Like every everybody is having sex. Like you can go have sex with anybody. You know, so for you to got to for it to be one in every five one women get raped when it's so many women out here that's willing to give it to you have no problem giving it to you and for you to take that from somebody that's heartbreaking that's very very heartbreaking and just you know another cause so I was doing like okay what is the cause of a rape when the police has to investigate or something like that the cause and impact of a that the um, rape has on the United States each rape is 151,423 dollars because they have to spend money to investigate a rape we come on that that shouldn't we that money could be going towards other things like our school system for our babies like we because how the world is set up like people are out here fucking like People are fucking. So the fact that you have to take something from somebody, I just don't get that. I don't understand why. And so many people have their own reasons on why they rape a woman. First of all, there's no excuse for that. It's that's foul. I don't know if some of y'all um looked at my picture, the picture that I have attached to this podcast. Um, I don't know if y'all looked at it or not, but the picture is a picture of a young woman and um, it's at a protest. I'm not sure where the protest is taking place. I'm not sure when it was taken, taken, but I was browsing on social media and I looked at this post. So the post is of a young lady and she got her um, middle finger up. And she have no shirt on. She's completely bare. But she has her um, nipples is covered up with band-aids. Because you can't see the nipples. But she have no shirt on. And it say, still not asking for it. Do y'all get... I mean, if you look at the picture, it's so powerful to me. So she's completely naked. And she's saying... Well, she's not naked. She has pants on. And she's saying, I'm still not asking for it. So when that, what that means to me is that a woman should be able to wear whatever she wants to wear. That does not give a man the right to touch her. If she want to go out fully naked with no clothes on, that's her right. That's her body. She can do whatever she wants. That does not give a man a man or woman the right to touch her so underneath the picture i'm not gonna say any names but some guy wrote but then again it's kind of like putting a meat suit on and telling a shark not to eat you okay that that statement pisses me off i don't know how anybody else feel but that statement really pissed me off so 
it was this black man who responded and he he's responded for the men and this is what he said he said we men are not fucking sharks we are not rabbit animals living off pure instincts we are capable of rational thinking and understanding just because someone is cooking food doesn't mean you're entitled to eat it just because a banker is counting money doesn't mean you're being given free money. Just because a person is naked doesn't mean you're entitled to fuck them. You are not entitled to someone else's body just because it's exposed. What is so fucking difficult about this concept? And that's that's my that's my question too. That's my question too. What is so fucking difficult about not touching something that does not belongs to you we as women we like you know we have we have curves we have breasts we have hips we have thighs we have butt all that things are appealing and i get that as a man your natural instinct is attracted to that but if i don't give you that right if i don't consent you to touch me do not touch me a woman should be able to walk, as I said earlier, walk down the street, but as naked. That does not give you the right to touch her. That is not her telling you to touch her or you perceiving that she wants to be touched. Now, y'all have to stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop blaming women for Bad for being exalted. How can you blame? How can you put up? How can you blame a woman? Say it's your fault that you got raped because you had on a, a little skirt. You had on a tight dress. Your boobs was sticking out. Wrong is wrong and right is right. You and that's why a lot of women don't report it. And then and and for and it's just not men. It's women too. Oh well, she shouldn't have had that on. We we gotta stop doing that. We can't keep doing that. We can't. Now I know a lot of people. Y'all like to you know take things. Oh, because y'all don't know her, so it's easily to throw somebody or disregard a person because you don't know them personally. So let me share something with y'all. Now just like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I went on a date. I haven't been on a, a, a real date in like a really long time. So, you know, I met this I met this guy, really nice guy or whatever. So I decided, yeah, I'm going to say yes to a date. So when I got dressed for my date, um, I don't know if y'all follow me on social media, but if you follow me on social media, you will see what I had on. I had on a low cut shirt, kind of like a V-neck um, shirt. Um, I, I'm not really heavy heavy at the top but you could still see you could still see a little bit of boob action you know i had some little a little sad boob action um and two and i had on a skirt and it was a short skirt it wasn't too too short i was still classy but i was covered but i was also showing my shape i'm a curvaceous woman so i was showing my shape a little bit and when i put that on i put that on because i'm like okay i look cute i'm cute i look sexy you know you know he haven't seen me in nothing like this before i want to you know show him get a my reaction was to get a damn you look good you sexy you know that's what i wanted did i want to fuck no that's not what i wanted i did not want to fuck whatsoever so 
as soon as he saw me, I got, I got what I wanted. I got his reaction. His reaction was like, damn, you look good. That's what I wanted. So when I put that on, I was like, oh, I'm looking sexy. I'm looking good. But I, and I want him to see that I'm sexy and that I'm looking good. I wasn't asking him to fuck me. I wasn't asking to have sex. That was not the perception that I was get that I was given to him. And thankfully, he's a gentleman and nothing happened to me that night. But I'm just thinking like, what if he wasn't a gentleman and something would have ha- ha- happened to me that night? The first thing that some of you small-minded, simple-minded people probably would have said Well, she shouldn't have put that on. She had that little low cut shirt on. She knew what she was doing. She knew what she was asking for. She was asking for that. No, no, I wasn't. That's not what I was asking for. But thankfully, he was a gentleman and nothing happened to me. But we have to get out of that mindset. We got to stop blaming women for sexual assault. We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't keep doing that. That's not right. So I'm going to share something very very personal that happened to me because a lot of people that's one of the blanks that they say oh well look what she had on or look what if she wouldn't have had that on that wouldn't happen to her so I'm gonna tell y'all I'm gonna share something deep and personal with y'all a lot of people don't know this story and if you know if my emotions get the best of me excuse me but I really want people to know I really want to people for people to see like okay Lynette been through this and she got over it so I'm gonna share something with y'all now I was 17 years old and mind you when I was 17 I didn't have the body that I have now I didn't and I didn't dress um I didn't dress provide I was a very shy um a little shy I was a little shy but I had on a jeans and a t-shirt and I was a small girl, very petite, had jeans and a t-shirt on and, oh, Jesus, help me. So I um, got um, home from school and the person, I'm not going to say any names, the person met me at my house. Now, came to my house wasn't nothing new. That was something that always happened. That wasn't out of ordinary for this person to come and hang out at the house. So at the house and um, get the, you know, sitting there watching TV, you know, sitting there watching TV. Um, And then proceeded, the person proceeded to kiss me. And I'm like, stop, stop, don't do that. What you doing? You play too much. You know, you play too much. Stop. And then he just he just kept going, just trying to kiss me. I'm like, stop, get off of me. You why are you playing so much? I'm not in the mood for your shit today. Stop playing. He he I'm laughing. You know, I'm laughing. I'm not, I'm not knowing what is about to happen to me. So I'm laughing. You know, I'm like, stop, you play too much. And then it turned. Like, I guess me joking and playing was really starting to frustrate him. So next thing you know, I got pushed down, pushed down on the sofa. You know, my mom's in the house and my mom's on the sofa. I got pushed down on the sofa and I'm just like, stop, you know, stop. What are you doing? Like, stop, stop playing. And at this point, I'm kind of like still kind of laugh about the situation and hopefully it will stop. So I'm like, stop, what you doing? Stop. 
And then he proceeded to push me down. So then he get the tugging at my jeans, tugging at my jeans. So now we're we're at a fighting. We're fighting now. It's not I'm not laughing anymore. I'm I'm realizing that this is about to happen. So I go into, you know, fight mode. So I'm fighting him off. And like I said, I'm small. It was bigger than me. I'm, I'm, I was a small girl, 17 years old, I'm a small girl fighting me. He finally he get my pants off take my panties off he get and somehow the whole time while he's holding me down he's only holding me down with one arm this is how much of a power he had over me holding me down with one arm and he just kicking and kicking and, and I'm kicking and I'm like stop and I'm at this point where I'm crying I'm just like stop please don't do this no what are you doing like don't do this to me like please stop and he wouldn't stop. And the next thing I know that he was inside me and I kept fighting, I kept fighting. And I'm like, stop, please stop. And he wouldn't stop. Eventually I just stopped fighting and I just laid there and I just cried and I cried and I cried and cried. And I just stopped fighting. I gave up. And to this day, I'm mad at myself for giving up. And I just cried the whole entire time until it was over. I mean, those five minutes, five, ten minutes, I don't know how long it was, but it felt like eternity. It felt like it was never, ever, ever going to end. And then after it was done, he got up took my pants and threw them at me and walked out the door like I was nothing like I'm a piece of meat like and then he released himself inside of me so got up I went to the bathroom and I took a shower took a shower I didn't say nothing I took a shower didn't tell nobody anything I felt like because of who this person was, I was like, nobody gonna believe me. Like, nobody, nobody is gonna, oh, hold on y'all. I said, nobody is gonna believe me. I'm not gonna say anything. So to this day, I briefly said things to uh, like briefly, like tried to get it out there just a little bit, you know, tried to say it just a little bit, but at the end of the day, that fear of nobody is going to believe me. So I just got to take this to my grave type thing. And as a, and a lot of women, we get that. I'm like, we get that. And it's just, it's not right. It's not right that something horrible happened to you. And that fear is that nobody's going to believe me because of who this person is. And you, it makes you feel worthless. You feel angry. You feel like trash. You feel disregarded. And then, you know, I just made up in a day, you know, it's days when, and then he, he tried to apologize to me. He tried to make it seem like it was just, you know, rough sex or it was role playing. It wasn't none of that. 
Like it wasn't that for me. So he tried to manipulate the situation, trying to make sure that I I stay unspoken about it. Like I kept it a secret. And then eventually, you know, I it's something that bothers me. So every time I hear about rape or sexual assault, that's why I'm not for that R. Kelly shit. That's why I'm like so totally against it. And I know it's a different situation, but I'm so and that's why every time I hear about it, it's a, it's a passion for me. I'm automatically go in. I'm completely on the woman, the woman's side. And I know some women, I know, I get it. I know what y'all thinking. Some women do lie. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But to me, at first, at first jump, I'm always on the woman's side because I was that woman. I was that chick. That happened to me. And it wasn't right at all. So I wanted I wanted to share that. And this is the first time I ever, ever really just went in details about that day and how it happened. But it's something that I struggle with. I think about it from time to time. And especially, you know, when you hear about it in the news and then when you hear about it like close to home, you know, all those emotions, you know, come back up. So, and I said that to say is that I was a 17 year old little girl who had jeans and a t-shirt on and I got raped. So all of this, oh, you know, she shouldn't have had that on. Like we got to stop doing that. We can't, we can't keep doing that. We get, we can't stop blaming women for when bad things happens to them. We can't keep doing that. We can't, we can't. So just another Another situation that happened and this in the winter and just give y'all just another scenario on how it doesn't matter what what a woman is wearing. Like if a man have that rape instinct about him, he's going to do it whether you got no clothes on or all clothes on. So back at Roosevelt University, I was leaving class one day and I'm always in a rush because I'm always running late for something when I was, I had so much going on. So I'm leaving Roosevelt University. I had a, um, a six to eight 30 class. So I'm leaving, leaving class. And it's this guy, he was like, you know, outside the, outside the door it looked like he was waiting on somebody so I'm rushing out because I'm running late I gotta pick my kids up so I'm coming out the door and he say hey how are you guys try to hit on me all the time so it's it ain't nothing that I wasn't used to hey how are you I'm just like hey he's like you what's up can I talk to I'm like oh I'm sorry I'm like I don't even have the time I gotta go I gotta pick my kids up I'm like racing to my car, I parked like two blocks away in a parking lot on um, Wabash. So I'm racing to Wabash trying to get to my car. So not paying attention, and this is me not paying attention to my surroundings, not paying attention to my surroundings. About time I get to my car, he's directly behind me. So as I proceeded to get in my car, I'm, he, somebody holds the door. I said, what are you, what the fuck are you doing? Like that, right? He said, I said I wanted to talk to you. I'm like, I don't know what your problem is. I said, but I have to pick my kids up. Like, I gotta go. So next thing, everything just always happens so quickly. So next thing I know, he 
start grabbing at my shirt, grabbing at my pants, like really just trying to force himself in my car and on top of me. So I'm beating him. I'm just in my head like, God, please, this is not about to happen to me again. So I'm beating him. I'm scratching him all in his face and everything. I don't know this young man. Scratch him all in his face. The more I scratched him, it just turned him on. Like he got turned on by me scratching him all in his face and stuff. So I'm beating him and he's tugging at my pants. Um, somehow he got my jeans um, unbuttoned. And then I'm just praying like, God, please don't let this happen to me again. Next thing I know, out of nowhere, this white man, hey, what the fuck is going on? And he took off running. Before I knew it, my car door was open. I done sped off with the car. I'm trying to get away. I sped off, pulled over. I get to the expressway and I just pull over to the side and I just cry. And I thank God that it didn't happen. I don't know who that white man was. I don't know where he came from but he saved me from experiencing another sexual assault and again I had jeans and a shirt on wasn't provocative nothing was revealing or anything so I wanted to share that as well just to give examples that like I said earlier if a guy if a guy going to do that, he going to do that regardless of what you have on. And a woman should be able to walk down the street. Nobody should touch her. If I don't give me and me as well, us as women, we should be able to dress how we want to dress. Look as sexy as we want to look. If that's how we want to look, we should be able to do that. We should be able to go running at night because y'all like to blame her. She should, what's she doing running at 2 o'clock in the morning? We should be able to go run at night. We should be able to hang out with our friends at 2 o'clock in the morning. We should be able to walk into our apartments and not have to get raped in the hallway. We should be able to to do all those things we shouldn't have to be cautious oh i'm a woman i shouldn't be out because some dog demon wants to rape us or take something for us we should be able to do all those things and not get touched now and men, men get sexual assaulted as well. I haven't did any more research on that. But I know when men get sexual assaulted, they don't report it because they a man. And they feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to lose my manlyhood if I report this. That's how society trained y'all to think. Society unconsciously trained us to think a certain type of way. So as a man... If something happens to you, don't be, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Somebody took something from you that you didn't give to them out of your consent. So we have to get out of society perspective that was instilled in us from birth through the media, through our parents, do anything, any of those things. We have to come up out of that and live. If wrong is wrong, like I said, wrong is wrong. Regardless if you a man, a woman, naked, not woman, not naked, wrong is wrong. And there's so many females that's so willing to fuck Find those. The ones that don't want to fuck and just want to have fun, let us be. Don't take nothing from us that we didn't give to you. That's not right. It's not right at all. And 
I wanted to share this and any other podcasters out there or women or men that wants to challenge my argument or have another perspective or maybe I should look at this a different way. I am willing to revisit this subject. But then again, as I say, women should be able to have fun should be able to work late jobs, should be able to do whatever they want to do. She has to wear as much clothes or as less clothes as possible. If a woman does give you the consent to touch her, keep your motherfucking hands to yourself. That shit is foul that shit is not okay. And even when it comes to like we have to think, like even though women get intoxicated a man you shouldn't want to you shouldn't want to have sex with a woman that's under the influence she's not fully conscious on what she doing like how does that even make you feel right as a man having sex with a woman that's drunk or on or has some drugs or high or something like that how does that even make your dick hard like even if during that moment she maybe be grabbing up on you and stuff but as a man you gotta have some restraints like be a man like, no, baby girl, you not, you not wrapped too tight in the head. I'm just going to take you home or let you be. Cause in the morning when she wake up and she realized that this happened, you cannot blame her to be like, okay, I got raped. She was unconscious. So having sex with intoxicated women, that shit's not cool. That's not cool either. Have some sober consensual sex and protect yourself as well. You shouldn't want to have sex with a woman that's under the influence. Like I said, she might wake up and be like, oh, you raped me. Now you got to deal with that shit. And you know, throughout the time, she probably was the aggressive. She probably was the one all over you. But protect yourself and be like, no, have some restraints. And be like, no, you, you not, you not yourself right now. I'm, I'm not doing that with you. Like, no, have some restraint. Protect yourself as a man. Protect our women protect our young girls protect our babies if anybody if any woman that's listening to this podcast if you have a similar situation that happened to you hit me up we can talk about it we can cry about it i understand you because i have been through that shit myself but this includes this concludes episode three of the agenda podcast and y'all remember y'all be safe out there and no means no bitch